0: Welcome to the Sport to Your Success. My name's TJ Dow, and I believe we all have a bright spark inside. When you find yours and light it up, not only do you light up inside, and that feels amazing, but you light up the world around you and allow others to feel that amazing too. What a great gift to give, not just to yourself, but the people around you. The Sport to Your Success podcast is designed to bring you a little inspiration. A little bit of insight and to bring some positivity into your day. So welcome to this episode for young people and of course the young at heart. Great to have you here. Last week if you were tuned in you would have heard my interview with Sean Steiner. His journey through many emotional challenges that took him down the route of abusing alcohol, drugs and even onto heroin.
1: You'd have heard how he
0: hit rock bottom and with the support of his mum, and going to the recovery centre. He is now drug-free, happily married, and more importantly, on a mission to bring recovery and transition to a new life for as many others as he possibly can. So inspiring. Sean messaged me a few days ago to say he's starting his own podcast. He's calling it, this made me laugh, he's calling it Sean Steiner. That boy ain't right. (laughs) So do look out for it. I absolutely know that if Sean is podcasting, it will be amazing. So please do go and look for it. Let me say it again his podcast is called Sean Steiner. That boy ain't right. <laughs> go find it. Google it now. Sean's story made me think about just how out of control life had got for him and what that led to, and then getting back his life back into control and getting back on track again. So today's episode of The Spark to Your Success. Is dedicated to control. What is control? What happens when we have control? What happens when we feel controlled? What happens when we lose control? What happens when we are out of control or feel that our life is not within our own control or the over-controlling of other people? And more importantly how to take back that control back into our own hearts, minds, emotions and therefore get control back in our lives. Let's begin with, what is control? Before I just answered that question, I thought, let me look it up in the dictionary. Let's find the dictionary definition first. And so the dictionary said, control is to order, limit or rule something or someone's actions or behaviours. It's the act of controlling something or someone or the power to do that. It's a rule or law that sets a limit on something. It's to decide or strongly influence the particular way in which something will happen or someone will behave. Interesting. And we're going to explore some of those aspects of those definitions here today. But control, how does that feel? What is it emotionally to have a feeling of control We all need to have a feeling of control. It's one of our six human needs, right? So if you've listened to the podcast on driving force, you'll remember that control is one of our driving forces. When we're in control and can control the things that happen inside us and around us, it gives us a sense of certainty, a feeling of safety, security, calmness, peace of mind. That feeling of knowing what to expect each step of the way and within each part of our day. When we feel like we've got no control over what's happening around us or to us, well, that's a completely different feeling, isn't it? And it brings a feeling of uncertainty. Now, a little uncertainty... It's a good thing. We all need a little uncertainty, a little bit of that excited sense of anticipation and not knowing quite what to expect, a surprise. Well, a good surprise, eh? We all need that type of uncertainty. We call it variety. It helps us to solve new challenges, keeps us learning and growing, experiencing the richness and variety of life. But when uncertainty is beyond our coping threshold and it turns into nervousness, worry, anxiety, confusion, and even panic, if it is not resolved, oh my gosh, then we get see where people start to freak out. We have no certainty, it makes us feel vulnerable, unsafe, threatened, afraid, scared. And the more we focus on those feelings, of course, the more they grow and the more that we find evidence for uncertainty around us. So it leads to a number of different things showing up. When we feel out of control, well, our natural reaction is to try and get back in control. Sometimes, though, we don't do it in the best ways, do we? (laughs) Number one. try and take back control we get angry. Whenever I see somebody angry I know that they feel like they've lost control of the situation or something in their life they're not getting what they want they're not feeling valued they're not feeling respected whatever that is they will rage to get people to listen or deliberately to make people feel threatened so that they'll back off and do what they demand, or leave them alone, or change something that they feel needs to change. In other words, anger is rage that tries to take back control through causing fear in other people. Rage, threats, violence, not the best way to be in control, is it? But one that often turns into a habit if other people allow it to work. I wanted to say on them, I don't know what on them is the best way to phrase it, but if other people allow it to work, let's put it that way. Parents, if you're listening, if you allow your young people to get their own way through anger, violence and threatening behaviours at home. Oh boy, are you setting yourself up for a world of trouble and pain? <laughs> Condoning that by giving into to it is teaching them that that's how you get what you want. This is not an OT and bold capital letters exclamation point is not a good lesson for, for now or the future imagine they get that lesson that how you get your own way in anything is to be angry and cause fear in people and then they go into relationships and then they have families of their own and then they show up in the workplace they thinking about it, right so please make sure we do not allow that habit to grow Anyway, back off the side note, back to the list of things that happens when we try to take back control in a not so great way. Number two, we try and take back control by being controlling and even over controlling. Instead of being a leader, we become the dictator, telling others what they must do or else. (laughs) Dictatorship is normally commanding, very direct, authoritarian, rules-driven, black and white communication. Do I say, no questions asked. Being controlling may show up more subtly in passive aggressive behaviours, like being late deliberately, not doing something important deliberately, playing the victim to get your own way, claiming the request of another makes you feel picked on or bullied or singled out, again, just to get your own way. Sulking, pouting, stubbornness, ringing any bells out there, doing a poor job on purpose so you don't get asked to do it again. Hmm, not great ways, is it, to get back your power? Number three, controlling behaviour that is not just over-controlling but becomes manipulative behaviour. Getting people to do what you want by causing them to be afraid of the consequences if they don't. For example, you threaten to embarrass them or humiliate them if they don't do something for you or you make them feel guilty for not letting you do something. For example, if you don't let me go to the party, everyone will pick on me. It will be your fault because I'll have no friends. I'll be the only one in the class not there. Everyone's parents have said, yes, Upset you. <laughs> People who become manipulative lie about things, lie about lots of things. They will swear Something did or did not happen in order to get their own way. Denial (laughs) or blame. They'll suck everyone else into their stories and lies to get people to feel sorry for them or to be on their side to manipulate you. They'll undermine your confidence in yourself or your belief in yourself or make you feel inadequate or useless to get their way. Think about that. If you are being manipulative, that's how you're making people feel. Fourth one on my list, micromanagement. When we try and get control and we don't feel in control some ways, times we over-control by micromanaging things. So we micromanage and take control of every single little detail of every single little thing. No one can be trusted to do it correctly, so they have to be watched, observed, overseen every minute of the doing and questioned every single step of the way. Have you done this yet? Did you do it right? Did you do this, this and this? Or did you put that here? or you won't allow anyone to do anything because, well, they'll just mess it up. So you have to do every single thing. Don't mess, don't interfere. Number five on my list. The other thing that happens when we try and take control is we try to control the environment around us. For some people, that's being organised, neat and tidy or clean, for instance, and then it becomes an obsession. A place for everything and everything in its place, exactly in its place to them tiniest minute millimeter (laughs) and adjusting it every moment because it's just not quite right yet and no one is allowed to move anything touch anything sometimes unintended consequences of this are the development of obsessive we call them compulsive behaviors ocd (laughs) like hand washing checking doors are locked and windows are closed over and over and over before we can leave the house Eating disorders can develop because, in order to be in control of something, well, if I can't control anything else around me, I can control what goes into my mouth. So, all of those things occur when we feel out of control and we need to take control. But, what's it like when others do that to us and we feel controlled? I don't know about you, but I hate being controlled or feeling controlled. So I want you to think about when you try and take control of your world by using one or more of those behaviours, how does that feel when it happens to you? Because that's what you're doing to other people. It causes feelings of resentment, helplessness, powerlessness, fear. You feel misused, abused, manipulated, disrespected. Start asking questions like, why me? Why is this happening to me? Stop thinking things like, I don't know what to do. Or worse, there's nothing I can do. There's no way out of this. If you're thinking or feeling any of those things mentioned so far and you do not like any aspect of your life right now, it feels bad, hard, unfair, oppressed, and so on, you feel controlled or controlling That's a massive signal from your unconscious mind through the power of your emotions because it feels bad, it's telling you stop. You need to do something differently. Claim back your power, your powerfulness. Reclaim your destiny by changing something, anything, whatever it is that needs changing and that can only start with you and it can only work sustainably in the long run if you do it using positive forces you remember Bob I love Bob if you don't remember Bob go to the website and check out Bob you'll find him there as a downloadable resource and you know that when you've seen Bob or you understand Bob (laughs) what happens to you is you know that you cannot control any events outside of you. you can't control other people's actions thoughts feelings or anything the only thing you have control of yep you got it. That's right. You <laughs> take back your power by taking responsibility for your thoughts, your feelings, your actions and your interactions with the people around you. Stop blaming other people in the world and stop recognising this is your world too. Think about what small things can you change in your world, i.e. between your two ears, that start, a snowball effect to changing how you feel and being back in control in a positive way, having positive impact on the world around you. Look for things that are right in your world that you probably stop looking for and noticing until I mention it, even the tiniest of things. Start doing the little things that make you smile, make you laugh, make you chuckle, make you happy. You have control over those things. Start being kind to others just because you can. Stop being more organised or on time or doing things first time when you're asked and then people won't feel as if they have to control you because well you're in control you just get on with it doing it anyway right surprise other people by doing things in advance rather than being last minute so people get cross and then try and take over and take control give yourself the gift of doing it in advance having the time or the luxury of time just in case something doesn't go as planned and you still can get on with it in your way Look for the good in every situation. I totally believe that everything happens for a positive reason, even if it doesn't feel very positive in the time. It's all for a positive reason, so find that positive reason and be grateful rather than looking for the bad things and the blaming, who you can blame for things. Take back control by asking how you can help rather than waiting to be told what to do and then moaning that people are always telling you what to do. (laughs) Make your own decisions rather than waiting for others to make them for you. Feel so much better. Decide what you stand for and who you are in this world rather than being told who you are and who you should be and what you should think. Take control of how you show up and do your research, plan ahead, build a backup plan, all will keep you feeling a sense of certainty, peace of mind, calmness. You can't control the outside world, but you can always control your inside world and what you make it mean. So I have a book recommendation on this topic for you. It's a book called Man's Search for Meaning by Viktor Frankl. You can get it in paperback, you can get it on Kindle or audiobook, however you like to read. We definitely read it. Viktor Frankl shares his experience of being taken as a prisoner to the concentration camps during World War II by the Nazis. He was stripped literally of everything, every single thing that he had, and they tried to strip his identity as well. He had no control over where he slept, what he ate, if anything, there's stories of dirty water with fish heads in it masquerading as soup. The Nazis controlled every aspect of his life and made it as completely unbearable as possible but they could not ever control his thoughts. It's a really powerful, true story. In the most horrific of circumstances, he still had control of his thoughts. Though I highly recommend that you read it however you like to read. So today, what are you gonna do differently to take responsibility for yourself, your life, your thoughts, your feelings, your actions, and interactions with the people around you? In a way that's going to be kind, loving, thoughtful, win-win for everyone. Take control of how you show up and impact the world around you. So I'll leave you with that challenge today. I'd love to hear what changed and the results it had. And do contact me on the website from the blog page at www.backontrackteens.com. Or you can email me at tj at I love getting your comments and your questions. So please, please do do that. I will answer you personally. So you've been listening to me, TJ Dow, on this, the Spark to Your Success podcast. Until next time, go be amazing in your world.